You're listening to The Poncho Section, conversations about all things media and Mel Brooks. It's a podcast. And here's your hosts, Michael Canfer and Ethan Feldstein. You know what I like to do when I'm home alone sometimes? Indulge in some guilty pleasures. Ooh. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> That's a good topic that All you just right. came up with. Yeah. Now, when we talk about guilty pleasures, mm-hmm. what what specific are we are we talking all kinds? All, all like all things and you know, music, movies, TV, foods, guilty foods. Yeah, that could work. Is there such thing as a guilty food? No, I you think you have so. food you have food that is I guess you could have like I don't know if there's a guilty pleasure food or maybe like a guilty pleasure, like a drink could be a guilty pleasure, I feel like. I feel like you could have a guilty pleasure food. It's, well, that would typically be something maybe that's not so healthy. Yeah, but that doesn't, you're not like, I feel like I, I see guilty as something, uh, something you're like embarrassed about, mm. you know? So I pulled up as I'm burping after having <laughs> uh Having a beer, which some might say is a guilty pleasure. Yeah. Uh, the definition of guilty pleasure, a guilty pleasure, something such as a movie, television program, or piece of music that one enjoys despite feeling that is not ge- that it's not generally held in high regard. Hmm. Now I'm thinking with that. In addition to that, I could see one, uh, either food or drink, and two, not necessarily if it's a situation where it's not held in high regard, so like maybe mm. not something that's critically panned. Is panned the the word that you use when it something isn't liked? Uh, yeah, no, critically panned um, yeah. or universally disliked. Right. So it doesn't necessarily have to be that. I think to fall yeah. into a guilty pleasure. I think it could also be something that if you are a type of person that maybe typically uh, enjoys one specific type of media or one specific mm. genre of media, and you go outside of that, and it's just this one specific thing that goes outside of your norm. Yeah. Maybe a viewing or listening. No, I think that's a, that's a good... I feel like that could also way. fall into guilty pleasures. Yeah, well, and something, yeah, that's completely uh, yeah, out of like your sort of normalcy, maybe. Mm-hmm. Or something, like things that you're into, it like goes kind of against the grain. Maybe. Yeah. But in terms, of, in terms of food, I feel like, yeah, it's just like... I had ice cream last night because I f- was feeling guilty. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, like I get that. I feel like a good example of a guilty pleasure for food might be something like Twinkies. Something like uh, like one of those like hostess, like super processed food where the cream and the filling is totally some fake, gross, nasty kind of stuff. But yeah. there's just something about that that you're just like, mm. Yeah. Well, it has to be something that people will like judge you for i think that's what i think that's what really qualifies a guilty pleasure so they're like you yeah eating that like gross or something and you have to feel like shitty about yourself that's what makes it feel really guilty (laughs) Hmm. you know no you gotta you gotta take it to the to the extreme to the extreme yeah i can't honestly think of foods that i'd be ashamed of eating necessarily i guess well well you have yeah, I don't know if you were like going. Yeah, I, I guess that's a tough one. See, I see it more in terms of like drinking. So if mm-hmm. you say like, I like a a Cosmo or like a Sex on the Beach or like uh-huh. one of those like quote unquote girly drinks. You enjoy a nice smear of ice. Yeah. Well, like I would. I remember like 
I got like cranberry and vodka once. Mm. And I was like, cranberry juice is good. Vodka's good. Yeah. Why can't I enjoy that? You, you know? can enjoy it. Yeah. Break I'm, those stereotypes. But again, like I will never order. I'm in, like embarrassed to like <laughs> order one at a bar. I'd be embarrassed to order one at a bar. Um, and, and I remember um, someone like saying that to someone like, that's a girly drink. Like, why would you drink that? You know, because it's tasty, motherfucker. Yeah, but again, like, but drinking a beer, beer's not a guilty pleasure. No, because beer's like men drink beer. That's what it is. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, I guess that kind of works into underneath the things that you typically do. And yeah, and there's that one thing that you don't typically do, right? Or just something that anyone can kind of use to make fun of you. And I feel like with drinks, there there has been, and it's kind of weird when you think about it that things have turned into like. What's a girly drinks and what's guy drinks? <laughs> yeah, I've I've uh, probably talked about this before, but in college there was a party and I wanted the jungle juice. Oh, and the sorority sister said, uh, "You're a guy. You drink beer. You don't get the juice." Ugh. And I was like, "I hate this school." Never. <laughs> <laughs> I called my mom. I was like, "I want to come home. That's it." The girls know. won't let me drink the jungle juice. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was like my one of my first like parties as a freshman. Yeah. So <gasps> that's kind of an example of that. You drink underage. Oh, yes. How I drank you. Come After Me Now. <laughs> I, this, was, this was many years ago, yeah. but let's, let's move on from that because we're, we're talking about other stuff. Right. The, the thing that made me think of this episode topic was that a, a song popped to my head this week that I love. I mm-hmm. love this song. It is a total 100% guilty pleasure of mine. Yeah. And it is not uh, in like my typical playlist. Yeah. And it is the song I'm With You by Avril Lavigne. Yeah, I know that one. Yeah, I just, I, there's something about that song that I just love. Now, I that's that's an interesting choice. Yeah. Because I thought you were going to say Skater Boy is no. my is my driving. I roll down the windows and blast <laughs> Skater Boy. No, definitely not that. Um yeah, no, this I'm with you. It's just like I don't know. It's a beautiful love ballad. Yeah, and um, Rihanna digs it. She used uh, that yodeling part of the song. I don't know if you would call it the yodeling part. Uh, she uses part of the song in what was what was the name of that song? Like drink for the weekend. Oh, I didn't know that. But I really she like samples her. Yeah, that's it's really that, interesting. I'm not gonna sing. it. I was about to sing it. I will not do that for you. Yeah, but yeah, that's cheers like, to the freaking weekend. Yeah, I think that's the name of it. That's a really good guilty pleasure, though. Yeah, oh, I love Avril that song. Levine, because that that is something that like I'm like that people could make fun of you for. Yeah, I'm not going to because yeah. I'm in the same boat as you, and I I get it. Um, yeah. and I actually don't I I don't mind her mm-hmm. like in general. Yeah. I never like had an issue with her. So, mm-hmm. and it's one of those things where I don't particularly like her the other stuff that like her other songs. Um, they're fine. They're I mean, they're, yeah, they're okay, but it was just never something that I like. Growing up, when she like first came out, like it was never something I went to or listened to. It's not that style of music isn't something I flock to now either. I'm more in the jammy, weird kind of music. In that same vein, I want to say, because mm-hmm. I feel like it's around the same time. Avril Lavigne's like early 2000s. That was 2002. 2002. No, perfect. In that same vein, for me, Michelle Branch. <gasps> Michelle Ooh. Branch was a guilty because I, I actually really thought she had a good voice yeah i liked her songs she actually did does a cover of the song i think it's is the song called horse with no name 
Oh, um, you know that's uh, it's by America? America. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. She does. She does a cover of that. Oh, in, that's interesting. That's in the in BoJack Horseman, believe it or not. Really? And it's a fantastic cover. I love her cover of it. That's cool. We'll play it for you after the after the show. Excellent. But um, Michelle Branch. That's I, a good one. I, I think because it, it's around that same time, like kind of. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Playing off of yeah. that in the same kind of vein, it wasn't on my initial list, but that Vanessa Carlson song, A Thousand yeah. Miles, yeah. that's a good one. That was a very good song. That's another and, guilty pleasure. But but like... Yeah, but you know what, though? At least like with her, like she was just... It was just her and her piano. You yeah. know, it was like simple. Like it wasn't... There was no extra kind of shit going on there. Mm-hmm. No like crazy background dancers. No like... That's true. No auto tune, no all, all. You know what I'm talking. I feel about. like it was the same with all the, all three of them, right? Yeah, they, they were, were just all kinda, they were just, just singers. Yeah, um, and and played instruments. Some good of them. for them. Yeah, like go, I, you go, Glenn Coco. I think those, honestly, like I have no look. Especially looking back on that stuff mm-hmm. and seeing what's around now, I know this is like very like old old man way of talking, but it's true. Like it doesn't seem <laughs> just a as bunch crazy. Of old men yelling at clouds tonight. Yeah, yeah. Well, I honestly, I just don't keep up with. It's one of those things too that I don't feel guilty about actually mm-hmm. is like not keeping up with top 40 music. Oh, okay. Like I, if I hear something and someone tells me about it, I'll I'll listen. Mm-hmm. Or if it's on a radio, if it's on the radio and like I'm in a place where that is on, yeah. Like I'm not I'm not seeking it out. Sure. Then I'll hear it, but like I, yeah, I generally just don't don't like it. Same, actually funny enough, so I have on this list the only it I generally don't enjoy contemporary pop music yeah uh there's one person on here who is in under my guilty pleasures and she's a pop person today dua lipa dua lipa yeah or my sister calls her doopy loopy yeah i actually don't know how to pronounce yeah, her name dua at lipa. all i'm not sure um she has a few songs for some reason i just enjoy her songs and a friend of mine uh described her and i think this is honestly might be the best way to describe her and granted this is i'm agreeing with this and i can't sing for for whatever he said that she is the most talented untalented person around because hmm. her al- like her album stuff studio stuff great really super catchy she's there there she's being like put with great producers really fun music yeah i really like that song one kiss i really like, like the song electricity i don't know any of her music to be honest she and the big one you might know is that um oh shit the new rules is that the name of the song? I'm not sure. I, I, have no clue. I, don't, I don't know her I'm stuff. I'm completely blanking on that one song. But yeah, um, she's got like a bunch of fun songs. But when like if you ever hear her sing live, yeah. you can tell she doesn't have it. Yeah, well, I feel like that's the case with a lot of them. Yeah, right. A, lot, a so. lot of like the current um, pop stars. Yeah. I, mean, I shouldn't say that for but all of them. She's but she's no like Adele or Lady Gaga. Yeah, um, she just can't pull it off live. Yeah. But hey, I like the, the, the pop songs that are just straight up from the studio album stuff. Great, fun, enjoy it. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know anything that you, I just like the name I've it's in the Zeitgeist. Yeah. So I've heard it, but I don't she did, actually know. I I think it was for the VMAs. She did a oh. duet with Saint Vincent. Oh, that's interesting. I like Saint Vincent yeah, a lot. But it honestly felt just felt like they did it because like they had similar haircuts. Oh, do they look similar? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. And it was cool. like St. Vincent, I think, has a by far better voice. She's Dua got Lipa. a great voice. Yeah. Um, so it was just, it was weird seeing them both sing together. 
Yeah. Yeah. I VMAs. I haven't watched the VMAs in since like the nineties. I me, feel like me neither. I just happened to see that that one video because I it was like I don't know. Everybody was talking about it. I mean, is it is it all like it's all like teenagers, right? Because I remember like as a teenager, what, who like are at the VMAs? Yeah, and who yeah, are I like so. it's it's like a very teen because I remember like watching TRL and MTV back oh, yeah. in the day with Carson Daly, and then I remember watching <laughs> the VMAs with like Chris Rock hosted like '99. Oh damn! Yeah, it was a big deal. It was because it was on nine nine ninety nine. Oh damn! Yeah, that's, that's pretty crazy. It's kind of crazy that I actually remember that, but it's a very easy date to remember. Yeah, you know, that's and that true. was a big deal because like that was just like this will never happen again kind of thing. Yeah, you know? I remember on eleven, 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 Skyrim came out. Is that then, right? Yep. And there's my bit of eleven, trivia. eleven. Oh yeah, yeah, November eleventh, twenty eleven. Yeah, but you think about it, nine nine ninety nine was really like that was all nines except except for one except for the one yes. at the beginning but that's like that's nuts <laughs> yeah there's a lot oh man i don't know where you're going with that but that's uh, accurate i guess it's, it's very accurate um you can't you can't make this stuff up yeah but also in the 90s eh, segue mm-hmm. there's another song that i love and mm-hmm. that is shares believe oh everyone loves that song oh, yeah every time that comes that's, on that's everyone's guilty pleasure uh, yeah which is funny because I guess technically it shouldn't be if it's everybody's, but I think it is. I, I, I think, think it is everybody's. It's I, amazing. I, I, I love think that song. everyone's. It's just like one because like people don't want to say. <laughs> it's a good chair. I'm, I'm, uh, it's like one of those because like people don't want to admit that they like a share song. It's like just a mm-hmm. thing, but but it is a song like everyone likes. Oh, so like good. if we all like we all everyone should just like admit it to yeah. each other. Be like, hey, do you, you like that song? Right? You like song. it's a good song. Actually, you know what's funny about that song? That has auto-tune in it. It does have auto-tune in it. And, and it works so well. It works really well. And what was funny is, uh, do you remember a band called Eiffel 65? Mm-hmm. And for those who don't know, they sing that song, Blue. We definitely talked about them before. Oh, probably. Um, they released a song a year later. I'm Blue. released an album a year later uh, called Europop, which had the song Blue on it. I think I owned it. Oh, me too. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's a, I, think, I, love, I think we share this guilty pleasure. Yeah. I love that album. That is an amazing album. Our friend Eric, who made Headley the Duck, uh, whenever in college I, we would need to like go on a, a road trip or anything like that, we would always be blasting Eiffel 65 Zero Pop album. And I was watching a documentary about them making that uh, yeah. album and that song. And they made the song sound that way because they heard Shares Believe oh, and really? mis- got the what the effect was wrong. They thought it was a, a different effect that she used. So then they tried using a, a different a one effect to emulate that and yeah. it ended up giving them the sound that that song Blue has. I mean, that song was a major hit though. Yeah. It was like a top 40 hit for like quite some time. It was crazy. And it was like a, the dumbest lyrics. Oh, yeah. Like, and every and the crazy thing, every single, basically, almost every single song on that album starts off the same way. Yeah. It's that like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how you if you had to write that down like a star uh, swipe, star swipe. Yeah. Did those guys like? Did they do anything else after that, or were they just not? Yeah, and apparently one of the dudes out of the three, or I guess two of the guys in the band, really don't didn't like each other. 
And like, it was like this whole thing where like the two guys uh, like wrote the song and then this third guy came along and like worked on the drums. But then the first guy is saying, no, he didn't have any effect on it, but the, this, this, the record label just threw him into the band and like this. Oh, this wow. Drama. And then the, the, I guess the third guy is now a DJ on his own. And then the two other guys, I think still tour is full 65. That's so interesting. Like if yeah. they came, if they came to New York, like what, what do you think, where would they play? That's like the, uh, that's always what I wonder. Like, <laughs> wh- like where, where could they, where could they sell out? Um, they would, if they did, if they did some like crazy promotion, be like, Hey, from the guys who brought you blue from that, that song from 1998, like they're, they're coming to town on whatever, like where would, what would be the venue? Like where, that is a great question. where would they hit? Yeah. Right. Governor's ball. No. <laughs> They wouldn't. <laughs> Madison Square Garden sold out mm-hmm. show. I, yeah, I don't know. Like, the, I feel like they would play maybe like it. I feel like they, if if people got into it, they could sell out like a small, like the um, whatchamacallit, uh, the Bowery Ballroom or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, they could that totally, they could totally like, yeah. And that actually would that be really fun. Webster Hall, one of those two, I think. Webster Hall is big, but. You think if they, you know, if they promoted it, yeah. like they could sell out Webster Hall, maybe. Yeah. These are these are good ideas for. Uh, for we gotta write, Yeah, we gotta write some of this down and reach out to them. But that that is a we share that guilty pleasure. Yes. Because I had that album, and I remember like showing it to a friend, and even that this is how bad of a guilty pleasure that is. At that time, he seemed so unimpressed that I had the album, and we were like maybe ten years old or something. Yeah. So even then he was like really unimpressed by it. <laughs> so add twenty years to that. Oh man, I don't know it's brutal. That is brutal. But yeah, and that's a that's a fun throwback. That is a good throwback. And then the last song that I had thought of was a song from the soundtrack of the original Spider-Man film with Tobey Maguire. Okay, and it's called Hero, and it was sung by Chad Kroger, featuring Josie Scott from the band Saliva. Oh, you know, so it wasn't, I know that song you're talking about. Yeah. So it wasn't Nickelback? It wasn't like a Nickelback original? I think it was just him. It was a solo Chad Kroger. Wow. With featuring the lead singer of Saliva, Josie Scott. Am I supposed to know who they are? Saliva? Uh, they were They were one of those bands that were like around with like P.O.D. and like Godsmack. Mm. One of those type of bands. Right. Um, but yeah, that is, I love that song. That yeah. is such a good song. I think only because mm-hmm. it's associated with that Spider Man movie. I don't know if I, uh, to be honest, I don't know if I, how much I would love it if it wasn't associated with the movie. But yeah, yeah it is. And I love it. You know, people hate on Nickelback and, and that guy. And like, because of, cause of like how simple their songs are. Mm-hmm. That, that part of it doesn't bother me. I just don't like his voice. That's Personally, fair. I just like think his voice is just like I just don't like that. Yeah, the thing that always bothers me is they. It's a, I coined it the Nickelback solo because they don't actually do guitar solos. It's more of just like they play the chorus on the guitar louder. Yeah, yeah, that's about it. Also, yeah, but they they figured it out though. They figured out how to make hits. Yeah. And you got to give them that. I, I guess, but. Props. Um, but it's really not. They, they've gotten a, a lot more hate though than they probably deserve to be. In in all honesty, yeah. 
There's a lot more. We even threw some of them at it in one of our episodes. Yeah. Bands we love to hate. Yeah, because it's, it's just like, yeah, one of those, one of those things. It's, I think it started with like the Nickelback and the Pickle thing on Facebook. Do you remember that? The Nickelback with the Pickle? No, and the Pickle. The, uh, and the Pickle. Yeah, it's like, make this Pickle the get pickleback? more more fans than Nickelback. Oh. You know, they tr- yeah. It was like a page. That, that, I, I think that started the whole thing, the whole hatred. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's all it's all kind of silly, a little bit. Um, but that's cool. So I'll give some of my, I guess, more of my music. Yeah, please. Guilty pleasure, and and more of them are popping in my head now that we're talking about this stuff. But I'll go. So I I think of it in like where like you're in like a if you're in like a group of people and you don't want to admit that everyone's like hating on someone, you don't want to admit that they you like them. Right. Okay. And a okay. lot of times. The one that always comes up is Bon Jovi. Mm. Bon Jovi's the one that everyone's like, it's either you like Bruce or you like Bon Jovi. I don't like either of them. Yeah. Like you just, you have to choose one. Mm-hmm. And if you choose Bon Jovi, then you are significantly less of a person. That's, that's just kind of <laughs> how, that seems to be the, the general way it goes. I love, I love Bruce Springsteen, but I've talked about it before. I went to, I saw Bon Jovi when I was 13, had a great time. And I like a lot of his music. That's cool. It's fun. I, I don't see why why the guy gets so much hate. He's very talented. He's very handsome, and he's uh, you know, he's still doing it. He's still. Would that be a guilty pleasure though? I guess in in the case of of people hating on it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess yeah. Maybe it it doesn't. It depends. I feel like in more like pretentious circles, mm-hmm. maybe he's hate. It's more of a guilty pleasure. But maybe in terms of like America as a whole, maybe right. not. Maybe mm-hmm. not. I guess I could I could see like certain eras. Same with Nickelback though, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see the more recent stuff definitely being hated a lot more. I don't know his like recent right. stuff. The last thing I know is like, it's my life. Oh yeah, it's now or never. Yeah. yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's the last like. Uh... Oh no, he did have. Oh, he had the other song like, "Who says you can't go home?" Oh yeah, that yeah. That, that song kind of sucks. But, yeah, that was uh, good. I'm talking more like the '80s, like yeah. Oh, so you know, living what? on a prayer. The, yeah. I wonder, would you two fall into this category as well? I don't think so. No. Okay. I think you two is great, and I don't think people should be ashamed because they're classic. Right. I mean, I love like Joshua Tree is yeah. an unbelievable yeah. album. Yes. But yeah, I guess yeah, that's true. They, I think. Maybe it's more of just a Bono thing. Well, Bono became kind of a joke. Yeah, I think um, that's probably what it's more of. It's yeah. more of like Bono just being kind of pretentious. Yeah, and like a lot of the songs that he did later on were kind of stupid. Mm. Like the Unos Dos Tres Catorce. Oh, yeah. And um, Hello, hello. Yeah, and also like I, I don't think it helped him like his South Park yeah. depiction where he's taking the biggest dumps. Yeah, that's Although true. it's so funny. Yeah. That, episode's that, could, so that funny. would be an interesting South Park really does cover. Well, South Park really does like do a good job of like ruining people. Yeah. Or just like making them into a complete joke. I know um I was watching I mean this is going off a, on a completely different tangent, but I was watching a documentary where I think it was about all in the family and Rob Reiner was like talking about a whole bunch of like this and that and like 
uh, whatever. Obviously, he's his uh, has a big part of it because he played uh, Michael. Yeah. And I looked at the comments, and so many people were writing, "Oh, my goo, my goo." And if you didn't know uh, what that's from, it was from an episode of South Park where. They were, I guess, making fun of Rob Reiner for telling... He was very anti-smoking. Yeah. And they depicted him as like this glut, very gluttonous person. So he's yeah. just constantly shoving like fast food burgers into his face yeah. as, as at the same time telling people they shouldn't smoke because it's unhealthy. So like that yeah. was like the whole concept. And then I guess he gets, quote unquote, like cut open or whatever. And like this goo fires out of him. So uh, there are a lot of... Definitely kids were just writing in the comments, my goo, my yeah. goo. And that was shaped by South Park. They've done such a great job of that. And I'm thinking too, um, now this isn't an artist. This is actually just a specific album. Okay. But because they, they ripped on Kanye West. That one oh, episode where yeah. he was a gay He's fish. gay fish. Yeah. Now, I, I, I like Kanye's music, although I haven't listened to like his last couple albums just because him as a person, I just can't. Right. I can't like stand... That's and fair. just can't like not that I can't stand him. I just feel like he's so full of himself. He just he's so out there all the time. I just don't want to pay attention to him anymore. But I love some of his music and I think the albums, you know, people love uh and I like I like these albums too. Um Late Registration, uh what's the um oh god, what's the other one? My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Great, great albums. The one that people don't like or that they think was like just it was his autotune album, 808s and Heartbreaks. Oh, okay. I actually generally like it. I like All listening right. to it. I think it's good. I don't know. I think it's just <laughs> different. It's him singing the whole th- time yeah. with autotune. And I think it's not bad, but people hate on that one. That's like the one that gets shit on all the time. So I quite enjoy it. Okay. So I'm going to throw that out there. Throwing in some Kanye. Throwing in some Kanye, and if I have any other artists that I'm leaving out there, I'm, there are a bunch. There are so many. But it all, it kind of, I kind of take from everything, from mm-hmm. every genre. I'll, I'll grab stuff that I, I enjoy. Yeah. And whether or not it's a guilty pleasure, given the specific time period, I don't know. But that's what I'm going with for now. All right. Yeah, let's, let's move on. Moving on. I was thinking, the other things I was thinking about that are guilty pleasures for me, are two movies that popped in my head. And I think I'm kind of going off of like a a very specific time period because mm-hmm. the music was generally the late 90s, early 2000s, and this is the early 2000s for the movies. Yeah. And the first movie of mine that is a guilty pleasure is the movie How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Now remind me, is that... that's? I'm it's, thinking of 10 Things I Hate About You. That is star- okay, so that's yeah, that's a different movie. Uh, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days is starring Kate Hudson mm-hmm. and Matthew McConaughey. Oh, great. And it's a weird... How do you describe it? So Matthew McConaughey, I believe, is taking this bet at work that he can make a girl fall in love with him in 10 days. And if he that he's successful in doing so, he will get like the big diamond account for... They're like a... Um, uh, what, I don't even know what you would call it, like a marketing firm or something like that, an advertising agency. So the bet is that he can get a girl to fall, any girl to fall in love with him within 10 days. And if he's successful in that, then he gets the account. And if yeah. not, then it's the, the two other people that get the account. And she, Kate Hudson, she works at a, um, like a, a magazine or whatever. And I think if I'm not mistaken she wants to kind of write her own stuff she's in like a an advice column kind of thing and she wants to write her own stuff so 
the I guess top editor gives her a chance, and she I guess is a there's a thing where she has to try to show do like all the things that chase guys away, okay. in a relationship, and she's writing about that and to show like this is what women do to chase guys away, and then I think if she ends up writing that, then she can after that write about whatever she wants. And then, of course, they end up both just falling in love with each other, sure and it's just silliness. And uh, Marvin Hamlish is in the movie. Marvin Hamlish. Yeah. Who? who? He wrote, um, I think, the music from The Sting. Oh, okay. Yeah, The Entertainer. He's oh, a, um, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a uh, a famous composer, do, 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 and he, do, 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 yeah, do. and he plays um, "You're So Vain" by Carly Simon in the movie. Oh, nice. Yeah. Actually, that's a movie I've never seen, but it's like a movie I've always oh, heard about. Yeah, it's one of those movies where it's like, I am, and I'm watching it. I know it's not good. Yeah, but I enjoy it. It's I, dumb. I, I enjoy I like it. a good silly rom com yeah. every now and again. The one they I, fall in love in ten days. He brings her home, and his family's kooky, and they all play the game bullshit all the time. That's fun. Yeah. The the one like it's funny like the big rom coms like the ones that like people say are like great and like they're classics and you have to see are like the ones i don't like as much like the one mm. um like when harry met sally is like okay oh i like that one but i don't i don't like billy crystal in that movie oh he's not a likable guy no and i don't like he's just he just annoys me i'm like like why 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 billy crystal no. like why is why is he the guy like why is like meg it's like meg ryan and billy yeah crystal. i get meg ryan yeah, it's Bruno just, Kirby and uh, I love Bruno Ka- Kirby. Uh, Carrie Fisher in the, uh, that movie. I love them. Yeah, they're great. Both dead. Yeah, both dead. Both great. They're both the. the I think we. They're more of a, an exciting uh, story. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I. I but I, it's not. It's not my favorite. Um, Rob Reiner. Rob Reiner. But uh, I do like a good silly rom com every now and again. Yeah, you know. And then the other movie. Well, first off. That How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, it got a 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb, 42% on Rotten Tomatoes, and 45% Metacritic. Who's Meta, what is Metacritic? I feel like no one pays attention to Metacritic. I don't know. I would go by the, by the IMDb and the tomato. I'm, Meta, Metacritic, yeah. I, I don't think they're relevant. All right. All right. And that came out in 2003. I feel like Metacritic... Do they just borrow the numbers from Rotten Tomatoes and they what do they do? They add one. It looks like they had a three. Yeah, they just they case. just they go in like the the similar. Mm-hmm. It's like the same thing, same yeah, numbers. Yeah, basically, it came out in two thousand three and was directed by Donald Petrie. Petrie. Now the the, the tomato oh. numbers you're getting from the critics or the user reviews. Oh. Ooh. You know what? I just honestly grabbed it from I typed the movie into Google mm-hmm. and they give you all three just bam right down the line. I'm going to say I, I'm almost positive that the, these are the critic reviews. That would make sense. Because I'm sure on Rotten Tomatoes, this movie gets much higher than a 42% from users. Mm. I, it, that I'm, makes sense. I'm going to say it's at least in the 60%. All right. We'll look that up later. We'll look it up later. The next movie that I have that is a guilty pleasure of mine, and I might be one of the only people I think that I, at least I know, that I've enjoyed this movie, and that's Jersey Girl. It was the Kevin Smith film mm-hmm. starring Ben Affleck, Liv Tyler, and the late great George Carlin. Yeah. I only, I've only seen one scene from that movie. Oh, yeah? And it's when Ben Affleck's with his daughter, I guess, mm-hmm. and they're at Sweeney Todd. The, the, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And and he sees like the head get cut off, and he, and he kind of freaks out. Yeah. I thought that was kind of funny. 
that uh, so there are certain things about the film that I just love that are mm-hmm. I think it just I find it charming. Well, for, first off, George Carlin, amazing. Anything with George Carlin in it, sure. That's at least some extra points right there. Yeah. And then I guess the the whole point of her seeing the show was that they I guess they were doing like a parent kid kind of um, talent show, if you will. Okay. At the school, and everything, everybody had to do a a skit from a play uh, or a musical. Okay. And the joke was that every single kid did Cats and okay. did Memory, and there yeah, was like that's a, a very like kid kind yeah. of song. To and do, there yeah. was like a running thing where she just the the girl his daughter kept asking like to go see Cats like let's see I want to go see Cats and then George Carlin has a great line he's like why don't you go take her to see the Cats. And he's like, Dad, it's been off Broadway for like uh, like X, X amount of years. And he's like, it's a show? Anyway, so they end up going to see Sweeney Todd and then Very they good. perform Sweeney Todd at the, the student oh, thing. Okay. So like that, that I enjoyed. I thought that was fun. That was That's like funny. kind of clever. Yeah, um, yeah it's a the, movie I've never seen. Yeah, again, it was another one of those movies where it's not great. Definitely mm-hmm. has its flaws, but uh, there's something about it that I just really enjoy. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, oh, and that the scores six point two on IMDb, Rotten Tomatoes got a forty two, and Metacritic only added one, so that's a forty three. Yeah, I'm not trusting this Metacritic. Yeah, don't don't listen to Metacritic. But that seems <laughs> that that's like right in a normal like six point two is not fantastic, but it's not bad either. That's it's, true. It's pretty like it's above m- average. It's above average. It's like yeah. middle. What would you say? Like, I always think that anything. Like six and above on IMDb is at least somewhat decent, but again, I disagree. I like movies that are like in the five point something. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, like it really varies. Yeah, you know? IMDb can be weird sometimes. Yeah, because like, well, also, yeah, the rating system's weird mm-hmm. because certain things like get ridiculously high ratings, and I don't know why. Yeah, but all right, so let's see what those are my movies. Yeah, let's see what I. So I have one. I'm even embarrassed to say it now. But it's um, it's a movie I used to watch that was on TV a lot, and I've talked about how I never liked the um, I never liked that Nicholas Sparks guy. Oh. I never liked the Notebook or any of that because okay. it because it was inaccurate how it depicted Alzheimer's disease. It was corny. Right. It was stupid. However, there is one Nicholas Sparks movie that I actually do quite enjoy, and I am well aware of how dumb and ridiculous it is. It is the movie. Can you guess it? I only know the Notebook. Oh, that's it. Okay. He also did one called Safe Haven, which I saw. Hmm. It's pretty, pretty horrendous. Oh, okay. It's a terrible, terrible movie. So this movie was A Walk to Remember. Do you remember this movie? He did A Walk to Remember? Yeah. Was that with Mandy Moore? Yeah. Oh. And I think that had something to do with it because I was a big, I had Ah. a big, as a kid, I had a big Mandy Moore crush. Was always loved. Like This Is Us? No, I don't watch that show. (laughs) That show, no, I don't watch it. (laughs) The the promos alone make me not want to watch that show. That's fair. Because it just looks like a big cheese ball of cheese. Looks real. That's kind of accurate. I'm, as I'm, as I'm going to proceed to talk about A Walk to Remember. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but I, always, I thought it was like a sweet kind of story. It's like jock asshole kid. Who's over like, he's like super popular or whatever. Right. And she's like kind of like a nerdier girl or whatever but she's but it's like one of those things where like you it's a little frustrating because i know it's mandy moore it's not just some like like nerdy girls i was like nerdy girls at my school don't look like mandy moore right you know <laughs> like there's no like i don't find 
You know, like, it's like, it's so unrealistic. You know, they're like, <laughs> she's such a loser. I'm like, it's Mandy Moore sitting in the back of the bus. Right. What's going on? <laughs> like, with no friends. This makes it, this, this world is this ridiculous. This is bullshit. This is a bullshit world. But I liked how he, like, I don't know, I always liked those stories of, like, like being in different parts of the school, I guess, mm-hmm. or being a part, different part of the uh, chain. And she ultimately, I don't know, spoiler alert, but she, like, has, like, cancer. She like, and I'm pretty sure she dies. Yeah, she dies. Yeah, it's really, it's real sad. Yeah, I think they get married like really young, so they can, so she can have her wedding. Right. Or whatever. I thought it was like sweet, even though it's kind of silly. And like the beginning of the movie is like really fucked up, where like they make this kid jump off of this like really high tower, and he like breaks his back or something. Oh Jesus! And yeah, the, the, these kids are pieces of shit. Like the, the popular kids, they like really suck. Hmm. But I but he I like how he found like a sensitive side. He falls in love with this loser who's Mandy Moore. Right. I think I just liked it because it was Mandy Moore. To be honest, back <laughs> you know I haven't seen it in years, but it used to be on TV, and I would always yeah. like I'll keep it on. I, I so I never saw the movie the whole way through. I so I I I missed that whole beginning part where they uh, I guess paralyzed uh, somebody and. Um, I just remember coming into it, like, I guess right in the middle. And the whole time I'm just like, this is the most boring thing ever. Maybe I had to see it from the beginning to have, be invested I mean, in it. It's not riveting. No. But, but yeah, so I didn't particularly enjoy it, but yeah. that doesn't mean you should not enjoy it. I thought it was sweet. You know, All I like right. sweet. And yeah, I think that's like my guilty pleasures are more in those like romantic yeah. comedies or like the... um. Yeah, I don't know, something like that. I'm trying to think if there's like another one in that in that same um, in that same category. But yeah, it's funny because like what you're embarrassed about, what you're embarrassed about, at like a certain point in your life, you might feel differently later on. True, you know. So it's like it's really hard to say. Like I I like the movie Avatar. A lot of people, even though it was like the highest grossing movie, mm-hmm. that's like one of those things where it's like it's not cool to like Avatar. Mm. Like people say, it's like shit, or it's like stories been done before, you know, kind of stuff. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was visually stunning, and I like this. Yeah, the story is like pretty generic, I guess, but I thought it was, it yeah. had it had me on on my feet. Sure, yeah, it's po- it's Pocahontas with aliens, but I mean, it's fun. Yeah, for sure, it's still fun. Well, see, I don't remember Pocahontas. Oh. I remember the song with "Colors of the Wind." And I remember the tree that talked. Oh yeah, right. There, there was a tree that talked mm-hmm. in that one. Yeah, yeah. That one I don't remember as much. Like there's certain Disney movies. I'll, granted, any like Disney movie, I guess, could be like a guilty pleasure. Like ones that you like to this day. Like even uh, like stuff that you like as an adult. I feel like perhaps the only ones that might work would be something like that stuff from the Bronze Age or whatever. The they, bronze, they have what? like I guess different ages or whatever. Like they have the Golden Age, the Silver Age of of Disney. There's that like Bronze Age where I think it was like. What was it the the black cauldron what phase are we in now like the shit remake phase shit remake phase i think i just saw the the like the clip from like the new lion king oh yeah it looks so like i mean visually it's like stunning mm-hmm. but i still like don't i just want to watch the cartoon with the silly like there's no it's weird it doesn't feel um i don't know it, like the, the cartoon just it's so much more even though that looks really nice, like it's really cool how they did it, the cartoon is more visually appealing to me. Okay, so does yeah. That, does that make sense? I think so. Yeah. Who's playing Scar now? It's not Jeremy Irons. No. It is, oh, it's um the guy from uh, 12 Years a Slave. Oh. I don't know, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but, um, hmm. but that guy. That guy. 
that guy's scar. I mean, the cast the cast is is as good as a cast as you're gonna get for sure. that. But at the same time, like I just don't. I, there was no reason. I don't know how I feel about Nathan Lane not returning. Yeah, you do. You, you think like did they ask him? Or do you think they were just like, no, we're going, we're going with Billy Eichner. Yeah. Um, Nathan Lane was so good at he was that. incredible. And who was Pumbaa back then? I, I don't, I don't think I don't he was know. anybody big. Yeah, but okay, but like that still worked. Yeah. You didn't need anyone big. Like Simba was Matthew Broderick. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It's a weird thing. And then Matthew Broderick went on to play Flick. Was that his name from A Bug's Life? Yeah. Bug's Life was fantastic. That was good. Highly underrated Pixar movie, mm-hmm. in my opinion. We're getting off track. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's all in the same, same, uh, same vein. Well, I, we were talking about Disney movies being Disney. guilty pleasures. But, um, right, yeah. So I think I would only, the only thing I can imagine being like in, falling within that would be like the bad Disney movies mm. from, like I don't know, the shit drawings yeah. or whatever. Robin Hood or something. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know that. I liked I the Robin Hood. I never saw that one. I loved the. I loved Robin Hood. Mm. I used to get that all the time from the library. I used to rent oh. it all the time. Yeah. I used to watch Robin Hood Men in Tights. Great as well. <laughs> yes. Let's move on to TV shows. Yeah. We have a little bit of time. This is. I. This is what I'm really curious about because I honestly could not think of any. And I remember before this episode started, you said you had some. Yeah. Well. Because I don't have short-term memory loss. Well, one. <laughs> yeah, I would say it's a guilty pleasure. Well, two two of them actually in the same. They're kind of uh, both guilty pleasures because I loved the original Full House. I was a big fan. Oh. Watched it with my sister. I, I will defend it. Loved it. Okay. And because out of just general curiosity and like a bad car wreck you can't look away from, the sequel show Fuller House. Oh, my which, God. Which is, folks, <laughs> believe me, it is dog shit. It is horrible, but I watch it and I feel terrible about it. I that actually that's a true guilty pleasure because because it's that might be the truest of my guilty pleasures yeah. actually because I know it's bad mm-hmm. and I I feel worse from watching it right and I still do it anyway hmm. that that to me is the ultimate guilty I think pleasure that, that is one that has won this entire episode that is the guilty pleasure yeah. that is the guiltiest of pleasures yeah because i feel like you could still get away with the the, the original full house because even though it's cheesy it was like a classic oh it's up. it's classic and also I, bob saget bob saget I, by the way i don't know why there's a child screaming outside and why that's i hope that's not picking up on this but i don't know maybe but, uh, it's the kaiju yeah i don't know what's going on out there but that's no one here, so everything's okay. It's Danny yeah. Tanner. It's da- so yeah, Danny Tanner, John, St- um, well, John St- Bob Saget, John Stamos, Dave Couillé. Yeah. And soon to be imprisoned, um, Lori oh Laughlin. Yeah. <laughs> Rebecca Donaldson. Yeah. Oh, Uncle man. Becky. Aunt, Aunt Becky. Aunt Becky? Oh my God. <laughs> Uncle Becky. Yeah. I was uh, <laughs> Uncle Jesse and Uncle- Aunt Becky. Oh, Aunt Becky. Oh man. She is like, she. it's so sad. That whole thing is just crazy, it's but it's so believable. And also, like she—if you look at her, like she's aged so freaking well. It's—it's oh, yeah. it's all that like Hollywood money. You like it all—it all makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. It, it really does. Yeah, that I think that is the ultimate guilty pleasure for me. Yeah, and on Jesus. top of that, it would be maybe just like old. At this point, they're not guilty because I'll watch like old nickelodeon cartoons like hey arnold and rugrats nah those are classics those, those are, are classics so you don't feel bad about them it's funny but like there might have been a certain time when i was like when we were like teenagers 
where that might have been guilty because you mm. would have been made fun of. Be like, you still watch cartoons, right? That's true. And then as you get older, you'd be like, no, those were cool. Oh yeah, those were good. Things change, so Things maybe. Change. But I don't think Fuller House will ever be cool. <laughs> so <laughs> nothing. Will I think fix that. I think that is yeah, definitely the ultimate guilty pleasure. <laughs> All right, yeah, I and mean, I'm trying to think. I the, I straight up cannot think of any one of anything to top that, but two yeah. of of a TV show that I I watch like that. And I'm not trying to say that I'm like better no that i don't watch stuff like that but i just legit and I, there's definitely got to be something well what do you watch I'm trying to think of like sitcoms maybe not you don't really watch any sitcoms right now no yeah, it's, it's amazing how that's changed like sitcoms Would everybody love raymond count because i used to love watching that i don't think that's a guilty pleasure no, i think I that's think so. i think that's a well done that show. A show yeah but i also think a lot of those sitcoms were good and there's nothing I don't know of like good sitcoms anymore. Like I don't like that classic yeah. multicam sitcom. Hmm. It's like people don't watch them. I feel like as much anymore. No. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Do you watch? Um, I don't know what else could be. A, you didn't like Two and a Half Men, right? No, I did not like that show. Because that would be probably a guilty pleasure if you if you liked that show. Probably, or but I don't. You don't, so that no. doesn't work. Yes, yeah, so um, I can't think of anything for TV. If I come up with something, I'll add it in the. Uh, the after show blog post and I'll be like, yo, this is what I was thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. But I think we got it. Yeah. Do we want to head to the endorsement Let, let's, dojo? Let's do let's do that. We gotta get we gotta get those in. Yeah. As and it's very important. Endorsement dojo. We're not being paid for this. No, we, we wanna um we wanna support things, support th- products that we enjoy. Yes. And um and we want you to enjoy them as well. And it they're really beneficial. Mm-hmm. In a lot of ways, and specifically, I could use I th- them right now. I yeah, yes, it is extremely hot since we have shut off all the ACs, and it is about ninety degrees. And if I had, and I wish I had some here because I would pull it out right now and put some on some of the best stuff out there. It is Happy Nuts. Happy Nuts. Happy Nuts is fantastic, and they're good friends of ours. Yes, these guys behind Happy Nuts, you should go out there and support them. Yeah, go to myhappynuts.com. It's deodorant for your boys. Yes, and believe me, it feels good and it is necessary especially right now if you live in New York and you're yeah. in this New York humidity. Mm-hmm. You know how brutal it gets. Oh yeah. And anything, you'll take honestly anything that will help you ease some of the pain because it is pain yeah and it's not the good thing is it's not messy at all it applies no. on as a uh, cream and then dries as a powder dries up put it on wash your hands quick it smells you're, great you're good and get on with your day yeah so check it out check it out and maybe bring it with you take it take it as a yeah. you know if you go to the gym yeah hey, it's perfect uh, right after a good or before a good workout before a date before a date yeah definitely before a date oh yeah you don't want to show up to a date with sweaty balls no nope. that's not it's not attractive. Nope. So get yourself some happy nuts. Go to, what was the site? Myhappynuts.com. Myhappynuts.com. Google Happy Nuts. Follow them on Instagram. Yeah. And um, and anywhere else. I don't know. I don't yeah, know I don't they... think they're anywhere else. But yeah. yeah. And buy, and I think you can get them on Amazon. Oh, yeah? I, I believe, oh, I believe so. Cool. I, I might be... Uh, Check them out. Check out their website. Yeah, I'm sure they'll show you where they'll you They'll put you to the right place, but yeah. please support these guys. It's good stuff. It's going to be taking the world by storm. Yeah, and then just a little bit of housekeeping. If you like this episode of the Poncho Section, please consider leaving us a review on your podcast player. Please check out and follow us on the social medias, Facebooks, Twitters, Instagrams. Just type the Poncho Section and look for Headley the Duck. 
And finally, if you want to be featured on an episode of the Poncho Section, send a voice memo to ponchosection at gmail.com and we'll play it on an upcoming episode. Ooh. Ooh. That'll be fun. Nobody sent us anything yet. Please send us something. We're, we're jonesing to yeah. do something. And what are your favorite guilty pleasures? Please yeah. let us know. Yeah, and don't be shy. Do you believe in life after love? <laughs> that's a good that's a good way to end this. Yeah. All right. Thank you all for listening. Peace. <laughs>